we hope you're talking about Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. This is your show, a safe platform where we come together, share our lived experiences, our wisdom, our takes on things, and we walk away a little bit changed, a little bit closer to God. That's what Take Two is all about. So if you're listening right now, you're part of the Take Two family, and we invite you to call in today. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Debbie. Yeah, we do invite you to call in. I'm Jerry Usher with Debbie Giorgiani, the show team in place. Our producer is Ace McKay. Um, Matt Gabensky is on the calls. Uh, Jeff Burson on social media. That would be Facebook and YouTube, the video streams. Hello to you folks there. Uh, you can email take2 at EWTN.com. And the phone number for your takes on today's topic is 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. And Debbie, I guess in an ideal world, when, when children become adults and they're on their own, um, life would be bliss for the parents. But sometimes, I guess, that's not always the case. Uh, yeah, very true, very true. So we're asking the question today. So think about it for just a couple minutes, and then please call in. We need to hear your take on this. What struggles have you faced with your adult kids? With your adult children, what struggles have you faced with them? We want to hear uh, if you can give us the details. You can uh, maintain everybody's um, privacy. Just uh, just um, give Matt Kabinsky your confirmation name if you want to protect any uh, family situations going on. But we need to know why, because we're probably facing some of those same struggles with our adult uh, kids, and we want to know uh, tips, tools, tricks, anything you got um, that that can help us because we want uh, that family harmony. We want uh, that beautiful family experience, right? And we can do this together if we share uh, the wonderful, um, you know, things that we've learned along the way. Jerry, a lot of people rely on prayer um, when they are dealing with their adult kids. Um, and we and we know that, Lady Endure of Knots, uh, the Surrender Novena, uh, Divine Mercy Chaplet, um, all sorts of devotions to help us when we're struggling with our adult kids because they're adults. They get to make their own decisions. We can't really, uh, quote unquote, control them anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and we, and then, you know, we're faced with some difficulty sometimes. So here is the number. Please call in 833 3986. Well, there you go. Take two family. Take it and run with that topic today on this Thursday broadcast. Hard to believe this week is going by so quickly. Again, what struggles, challenges, difficulties have you faced with your adult children? Maybe uh, maybe you've kind of wanted one or more of them to move on out of the house on their own and Maybe they haven't done that. Uh, Not always the worst thing in the world, but sometimes parents want to get to that empty nest when they feel like they've earned that right to do so. Um, And, you know, like Debbie said, we all all make choices, and and they impact many of us. They impact family in a lot of ways as well. So maybe uh, whatever the situation is, just give it a little bit of reflection. As Debbie said, you can call in at 833-288-3986. Phone lines are already starting to ring. That's a good sign. Well, yeah, it's a good sign, but it also can be um, a very troubling sign in the sense that, you know, that means that there there are some difficulties happening with our adult kids. Let's face it. It's an unfortunate situation. Um, our kids move on. They're, they've grown up in a different era. They have different uh, ways, habits, um, and and they don't make the same kind of choices we made, right? It, it, that's just the way it is. I mean, sometimes I look at my own children and um, I see my, my friends' kids as well and, and our clients that we have with Stan Tall. By the way, the webinar last night with Adam Bly was phenomenal. 
Wow, he is so amazing. He's a great presenter. He really is. He teaches well. And uh, we we talked about the occult and and, and how these um, you know so called innocent board games are can be leading us into the occult. It's it was very interesting. I learned so much. Um, but I, I will tell you, Jerry, that. Um, in our coaching ministry, we hear it a lot. A lot of parents call up and, and they'll say, can you give, give me some pointers? Give me some help because my adult children have moved away, Jerry, like you're saying, they have moved away. And now they're ne- now the parents and grandparents aren't seeing their kids anymore. Mm, it, it's like, yeah. it's like so distant and disconnected. That is very, that's very uh, unsettling. So here's the number. Please dial in. There are a few open phone lines. We have room for you. Don't hesitate. If you have something to say, and maybe you want to brag on your kids, you know, maybe you just have the, those special adult uh, children and you're like, I have really great kids. I want to talk about them. Please do so. 833-288-3986. All right. And we appreciate you listening to the program today. And don't forget about the uh, 24-7 prayer wall, the prayer option at take2show.com. You can post your prayer intentions there anytime. We do a couple of prayer shows a month where you call in with your intentions, but we love to keep the lights on there at take2show.com and allow you to post your prayer intentions. We get a lot of them as well, and uh, Debbie and I try to reply as best we can. Our producer, Ace McKay, is right on top of things as well, so we will uh, we will accommodate you at, at the very earliest convenience possible, possibility that we can. But got about half the phone lines filled, so there's about two or three still remaining for you to call, 833-288-3986. And remember, on this show, we say it all the time, and it's true, what you share on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, because it's your show and you share your life, your lived experiences. Debbie, undoubtedly, there are people listening right now who are going through some difficulties, challenges, trials with their adult kids, wondering maybe what to do in a certain situation, and they could hear something right here on today's show. That light bulb goes on, and that could really change uh, their relationships with their kids, maybe change their lives completely. So mm-hmm. 833-288-3986 is the phone number to call. And we are getting already a lot of prayer uh, requests coming in, uh, coming into uh, take two about our adult children. Um, you folks want prayers for your kids. We all do. Um, so many of our kids uh, have walked away from the faith. Um, they decided they're no longer, um, you know, Catholic. They're not going to practice. Some some don't even believe in God anymore. Very very sad. Very sad. But we pray. We pray, we hope, uh, we keep the hope, keep the faith. St. Monica becomes our our amazing saint that we go to. So we understand that, folks. If you have some prayer intentions you want to uh, leave with us, I do. I will bring the prayer book out. So here's the number, 833-288-3986. Okay. Going to get set to pause here just for a brief moment, and then when we come back, we are going to go straight to your calls. Christine in Illinois, we're glad to have you on the line. Cynthia is there as well. And again, our wonderful call screener, Matt Gubensky, he picks up those lines, spends about a minute or two talking with you about what you want to discuss, puts your name and where you're calling from up there. As Debbie said, you can use your confirmation name or any other name you'd like. We just don't really like anonymous. It just, anyway. It's a more personal show than that. 833-288-3986. Any difficulties, challenges you're going through with your adult children?
Well, we love spending this hour with you on Monday through Friday on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie at noon Eastern, at uh, an encore at midnight Eastern. So if you don't catch the live show, you can do what a lot of people do, and that is tune in uh, in the evening, late at night for some people, or you can always listen on the podcast, EWTN.com. So great to have you with us here. Uh, any, uh, any issues you're having with ad- adult children, we can talk about that. Again, you can remain anonymous, use a different name or something, but um, we don't want, you know, we certainly don't want this show to create any further strife between parents and children, but we, we know that you have a, an opportunity to help a lot of other people by calling in today. And you can also, you know, get EWTN radio on smart speakers, you know, like Amazon Echo, Google Assistant, and others. For example, you can listen to EWTN radio just by saying, Alexa, we ask EWTN to play radio. And Alexa will do that for you. We have a lot of listeners on Alexa, so thanks be to God. There are positive uses for technology that is developing very, very quickly. Absolutely. Please join us with this conversation about our adult children and the struggles we face with them sometimes. Um, or if you'd like to um, highlight and, and do a shout out for, that your kids are doing really well and you're very proud of them, which you should be. Call in. We want to hear that. Is uh, we want to hear that too. It's very important. We're a family, so we always cover the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. All right. Here's the number: eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Matt Kabinsky loves to answer calls, so keep keep the phones ringing. Um, we're going to go to Christine Jerry first in Illinois on WSFI. Hi, Christine. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Doing, doing well. well. How are you? Good. Enjoying this um, wonderful day in mm. summertime. I mean, I think we all love summertime here in Illinois. Yeah, praise God. <laughs> so, okay, I will explain a little bit. So we have um, lovely a lovely family. We're very blessed with uh, children, grandchildren, and one of our uh, married daughters and her husband um, they have two children, and um, their little five-year-old son, um, they have, um, you know, sort of figured out over the last couple of years, this is sort of, I'm, I'm using their language, that uh, he believes he's a girl. And so he's, he's, as they put it, he's in the body of a boy, but he has the mind of a girl. Um, and, and trying to explain, they're trying to explain to us that we should call him she and so forth. And that, um, let's see, how did they explain this? Something about how sex and gender are, you know, there's gender expression. So, and then there's, this is what they're telling me, you know, I don't, I don't quite believe this. And then gender identity. And that, so when I would say a little girl and I was a tomboy, that was just my gender expression. But now this is their child saying he's actually identifying as a girl. And so I, you know, we're very concerned that this is harmful for him and for them. And I, I think I understand the psychology of what's going on, why they're catering to their son's um, concerns. But so I, I guess my question is this, beyond praying, and my husband and I feeling united in prayer, we are on this, and beyond praying for them and giving them resources from the Pope, from our Pope Francis, and from the Bishop of Virginia, and so forth, um, kind of uh, explaining the harm behind this gender ideology. What else, how else could I possibly reach out 
our daughter and son-in-law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'll, I'll go first, um, Christine. Um, um, I'm, my heart goes out to you. That's a di- you're, you're, you and your husband are put in a difficult position as to, because you don't want to give your five-year-old a grandson, um, any type of, um, impression that you're, you know, not, um, loving and accepting and everything of, of your five-year-old. So you're, you're put in an awkward position. That is for sure. And, um, I would, if it were me, I would, um, definitely seek some professional assistance in addition to what you, what you have, um, obtained from the church and, and the the Holy Father and your, and your bishop and, and whatever's uh, being communicated in your diocese where you live. Uh, that's excellent. I would get a well-rounded, um, information and approach, but it, uh, I, I just have to just ask two very quick, um, um, questions just to make sure I understand the situation. Well, did you say your daughter has other children and where does this young boy rank in the family? Yes. Good question. So he is the oldest. He will be six in the fall. And yes, he Mm -hmm. has a little sister who is two. And this started happening when his little sister was born. All of a sudden, you know, he's he's a girl, you know, during, during COVID, you know, he's he's a a girl. Right. So it could, could possibly be an attention-getting, attention-seeking thing, correct? Oh, oh, correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. So here's, here's what I would do. It's real simple. It's the word time. Okay. All you, all you got to do is keep communicating to your, to your daughter and your son-in-law. Um, your, your father and I have decided to give our grandson time. You know why I say that, Christine? Because everything that is not of God doesn't like the fact that we have time to make different choices. We have time to process things out. We have time to make good uh, responses instead of reacting, right? So all you're going to do is give your grandson time. Because if you look at the studies, a lot of them are showing right now that the longer these kids go without making any definite moves to, to change their bodies... Uh, they grow out of it and they mature. Thank goodness. Thank God. So I would continue to pray. And all I would keep saying to your daughter and son-in-law is we're given, we're given my, our grandson time, just like we gave you. Yeah. Just like we gave you our dear, sweet daughter time to grow and to mature. We're giving our grandson time. What do you say, Christine? No, that's beautiful. I, I pray for that. And I, and I agree, God does give us, uh, you know, time to, to seek the truth. And, 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 the, and so in the meantime, you know, we are going to just, with love, you know, uh, try not to stir up the pot too much, but also we will be saying he, her, I mean, we will be saying he and him, because that's just going to come out that way, and that is the truth. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and you're and giving him, our- you're giving him time because he's, he's born as a male. He's born as a boy. You're going to give him time. If, if, if he decides to do something when he's 18, 19, 20 years old, then so be it. That's his choice. But he's a little boy. And that's just the way it is. So you're giving him time, just like you, it's, it's the, it's the most gracious, courteous thing to do that. If you look at everything that is not of God in this world, Christine, go, go and just look at anything that's in the news right now. What is the reason why it ends up spiraling down to something that is not of God? Because people rush, they react. Okay. Look at abortion. 
all all the pro-lifers um, are trying to communicate is give the women the truth. Let them see the ultrasound. Why, why don't they let them see the ultrasound? You know why? Because it gives them time to make a different choice. You see? He'll see his peers, his friends, his buddies, and, and those are going to be the people he wants to not only hang out with, but be like as well. So that'll be our prayer. And uh, you got the whole Take-Two family around the world praying for this uh, situation with you, Christine. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. And have a blessed day. Okay. Thank you, you Christine. We'll be praying as well. I put your whole family in the book. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, Cynthia is next in Spring, Texas, listening on the EWTN app. Hi, Cynthia. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Yes. Yes. Um, you want my question? I gave it to the yeah, screener. Sure. Wait, wait, wait. How, can we, wait, okay. how can we help you? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a 43-year-old son who was raised Catholic all through high school. A great kid, a great man, a great father, and a husband. Um, but he's turned to the very um, literal, um, the new wave, the woke, the, all that um, peace and uh um, he he even went to a protest against the police, and uh, no no guns. And I, I agree with him on some of those things. But he, even though he's adopted, he's now coming back, going to the other side. For uh, he likes abortion for to be uh, available to women. His his wife is very very uh, feminist, um, assertive. Um, but anyway, um, the thing is that I asked him in a serious confrontation, just a uh, late night, everybody's gone to bed, we were there with their kids in, at their house, and I said, honey, uh, we talked and just kept it very simple, how's things going, and I said, I just have, still have a concern about you're not going to church with the kids and the, them not learning about Jesus and hearing the Bible, the scripture, and um uh, his answer was, I, Mom, I can't take my children. They're now 10 and 8. And they started out in, in going to church, and his wife even converted um, but right before they were married. Um, and they now he, his reason is, I can't bring my children into the a church with a cross, with Jesus hanging on the cross. In other words, the violence of the cross, he cannot, he says, I do, would not know how to explain that. I gave him a little analogy, which was put poor, I think pretty poor, but it was some, at least something about jumping in front of a boulder, rolling down a hill. Would you jump out and save your child? You try to chase, uh, you know, get in front of his, you know, being crushed. Mm -hmm. um, but no, there was no response to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, he, because he's adopted and is now going to the abortion side, or at least he even wrote something in high school about pro-life, and now he's changing. Sure. And I think it's because of the the culture and the womenist, feminist, whatever. I don't want to uh, say I'm biased about women who want strong women and, and power, but um, there's a lot of that goes with it that says 
you know, I'm self-created and I can do what I can do and the kids can do what they want. And That's right. That's and right. I, I'm just, I, I cried all day when he said I, he believed in abortion to, a, mm-hmm. to some extent. Sure. Cynthia, can I, can I present a different uh, um, kind of an angle for you, for you to maybe um, start utilizing for you first and then also to have it branch to your, your son and then his kids? Uh, are you open to that? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. You can turn it around. Um, you don't have to uh, catechize or or convince him any longer. He's a grown adult. He's the father of his, of his children. He's married. He's going to make his own choices. You do have options, though, for you. You he's not stopping you um, from praying. Not at all, Madarov. Right? He's not telling you you can't pray. Right? For yourself. Right? He never came into your home and said, "I want you to stop praying." Right? Right. Okay. He just doesn't have any kind of Catholic or Christian, okay. even Christian, things in his house. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. But you are Christian, and you represent Yeah, very Christ. involved. Very, right. Very involved. Right. Yeah. So you represent Christ in the world, and you are Christian. And, and again, I see, I did it on purpose with the first caller, our wonderful first caller, Christine. I said the word uh, time probably nine times. Why did I do that? I was trying to get everyone to realize that time is actually our friend right now. Okay. So you, if you are granted precious time with your grandchildren, I would be Cynthia, the best uh, Christ in the world you can possibly be and let it just naturally, even without any words. I mean, I know it, this, this was attributed to St. Francis of Assisi, you know, preach the gospel always and, and use words if necessary, even though he really didn't say it. Um, they, they can't, you know, absolutely confirm that he said confirm that. It, yeah. Okay. But it is true. You don't have to say anything, just be, and, and time is on your side, spend time with them and let it play out, let everybody mature. I would, if it were me, I wouldn't even engage about uh, the, the faith with your son anymore. It's his choice. You just be you. You've got that. And, and I think that is the, uh, the best thing in the world is just to demonstrate that's what we get to do. And then the second thing is St. Monica. What did she do? She definitely waited a long time for St. Augustine. And look at what St. Augustine became for our church. What do you say, Cynthia? I'm in her club. I've got the book. Oh, <laughs> good. Good. But yeah. what do you, what do you yeah. say? I just want you to be at peace because I, I, can, I can hear the pressure as a mom that you're trying to, you know, make sure your kids and your grandkids, your family is going to get to heaven. I get it. I Believe me, I'm right there with you. But we don't have to do that. We have heavenly support. We just have to do our part to live out the faith. What do you think? Okay. Okay. That's, I know that's wise. I, mm-hmm. I've worked for a priest for a long time, and he... He does this. I think he has that same tact, you know, <laughs> of time and bring just um, focusing on the positive and the love that they are and how they're uh, loving their children and each other. So Amen. that's a good thing. Yeah. Amen, Cynthia. You'll have the prayers of the entire Take Two family as well. 833-288-3986. Do you have any issues, challenges, difficulties going on with your adult children? Or maybe maybe they're all just doing really well and you just want to give them a shout out. 833-288-3986.
as you do every day, you are making this an impactful conversation. Um, parents have kids, kids grow up, they become adults. Doesn't mean that everything is bliss after that. Sometimes you have some difficulties, some strains on relationships, challenges, things going on. If there's something in your, uh, in your situation with your adult kids you'd like to discuss today on the program, again, just use your confirmation name or a name, you, as Debbie says, you always, wish, always wished you had. But we would love to uh, talk it through a little bit because we believe the Holy Spirit works in this show through you especially, the Take-Two family, but every now and then through me and always through Debbie. So 833-288-3986 is the number. Yeah. Okay, yes, please call us, 833-288-3986. Okay, we're going to go to Medi uh, next in Tampa, Florida, on Sirius XM 130. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Debbie and Jerry. Hi, Medi. <laughs> okay, um, I called before, and I'm a little nervous because it's been a while. Um, I, uh, My son uh, recently retired from the Army, Um his, um, he has a fiancé now. He, I visited him in Washington. And his fiancé is a non-believer, and so does my son. Now they're, in, they're going to get married next year. He doesn't want to hear me talking about God. Um, my question is, and I know already, I think the answer is sort of, but I don't, we already have a kind of very strange relationship because, He joined the Army when he was 19, and I have not really had any uh, time with him after, since then. Um, he doesn't want to invite his brother to the wedding. And, uh, well, his brother doesn't believe either about um, they don't believe in God. What hurts the most is if I don't come to the wedding, um, we already are broken family. And he's got a lot of anger inside of him for no reason. I don't know what it is. He's marrying the girl that is, uh, I think, for a wrong reason. This will be his third marriage just because he doesn't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. So my, um, my, I think my, my real question is, if I don't attend the wedding next year, I don't think I'll ever have my son anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's what scares me. Yeah, well, Medi, um, that's a very understandable concern that you have there. And obviously, when it comes to Catholics getting married uh, outside of the church or in, you know, non-Catholic settings or circumstances, the church has some guidelines on that. But in this case, it's, it, it would, doesn't sound like those would apply because, like you said, your son is, is uh, you know, not, not a man of faith. He's marrying a non-Catholic. wedding's not going to be at a Catholic church. So, Um, I don't know, Debbie may have some, some thoughts differently or, or the same. I would say at this point, you may want to plan, you know, just to be there. Like you said, you know, you could sever the relationship completely. You made a comment that you said, you know, um, that he's angry and you don't know why, or he doesn't know why. Um, there's always a reason for anger, no matter, you know, who it is, there's always some underlying reason. And that's not something, you know, you may ever know in this lifetime. It may not be something he ever knows. Maybe it was something he went through in the army. Maybe it was something as a child, whatever. But um, a lot of us just have anger because of life's experiences and the bumps and bruises that we take in life. So 
Um, I, I would say pray. Just pray real hard. Uh, it's the most important thing you can do. I mean, that's the obvious thing, uh, of course. But, uh, Debbie, I don't know if what anything that I've said you know, would line absolutely. up with what you say. or you know. Yeah, absolutely. I would just ask, have you consulted and asked a priest or a, a, somebody in the clergy about this, Medi? I have not. Um, just like I said, recently I visited him, but before I went, I was talking to our um, priest here in our parish, mm-hmm. and he mentioned to me not, not to mention God to him, because once I mention God, he will have a blow up, uh, like uh, anger, and I, unfortunately I did, um, did said something about God, um, nothing towards about him, it's some Thing happened with my niece that you know miracles happen mm-hmm. and i was sharing that and he just got very very angry mm-hmm. um i found out from his girlfriend that he has that it was diagnosed with ptsd because of mm-hmm. he'd been through it in afghanistan and i guess baghdad mm-hmm. um so he doesn't uh, want to see if yeah. any help right Right. Okay. This is what I would do if 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 I were if I were in your position, I would go back to that priest or go to a priest that you normally get to uh, talk with, or a deacon, and explain the situation. Explain the being married three times. I'm um, you know it's, he's 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 angry against God. Explain the situation with his PTSD. Explain everything, and then and then just to make sure you're in a good position spiritually, should you be in attendance at this wedding or not? Um, given that it could potentially break the relationship for, you know, for this lifetime, if, 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 if you don't go, um, because you need to be, you need to be in a good place spiritually. Okay. That's the key. And then you need, and then you need to also work on the family dynamics, but you don't see, sometimes this is what I think people do is they, they want the family to always stay together. They want to fix everything and they're, they're willing to compromise. And now they're spiritually wounded. Now they're spiritually hit. You see what I'm saying? So you want to do the spiritual first, make sure you're in a good place, a good place with God, a good place with everything. And then and then approach what's going on in the family. Okay, but you need to do that probably with a, a clergy member. Could you do that? Yes, I, I, I can because I have a closeness to this, um, to the priest Good. that I talk to. Um, I just, I need to ask a favor. If you could please put his name on the list because um, your prayer list, I do pray for him every single day, every single day. I don't know how to pray about that because I feel like I'm telling God what to do. But, <laughs> you know, please put him in your prayer list yeah. um, because he's really struggling. He's struggling sure. with angers in the world. He's angry with God and uh, he's angry about everything, even women. And he's going to get married to this person. I don't sure. I don't understand it. Yeah, but don't feel bad about, you know, sharing with God what to do because we're parents. And we care about our children. Of course, God wants us to say, you know, God, can you take care of this? And this is the way I want it for my kid because it's our children. So don't feel bad about that. You're a beautiful mom, Jerry. Um, yeah, Mehdi, I don't know if you want to give us your son's first name. If not, we, I'm sure Debbie has him in the prayer book already, but uh, we've got you in the prayer book and we can definitely put your son, his name in there if you want, if you're comfortable with that. Yes, uh, it's Jeremy. Okay. Jeremy, we will be praying. And you wanted to, did you want to share something with Mehdi? 
Um, no, I, 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 I think I was, yeah. You got the name. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I just want to make sure that Jerry had time to comment, but no. do, does that sound, does that sound, you know, in a, does that put you in a good place and with a kind of a good plan to decide what to do next? Yes, yes, definitely. And I will, you know, I will speak to our priest about it and see where, you know, how, or where I stand from, um, hopefully that I can I, I don't know. I don't know because yeah. I don't want to hurt him. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want yeah. any of my family to be hurt because we're right. like I said, we have no relationship. And I just this visit was actually um, not even. He doesn't even expect it. He never invited me to anything. Um, he was he was um, when his girlfriend is the one who told me that he he retired, but he doesn't want to have any party. And he he said that to come over and you know just be with him. Because mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. afraid, you know, every time we get together, he gets really angry. Sure, sure. So, but, but, I, you but, know, but Medi, right? But Medi, but here's the thing: don't get, don't go into the fear. Don't worry about what, what the what ifs and what could happen and what might happen. Okay, what you want to do is talk to a priest, tell them all the details you just told us. Okay, all those details. And then say, um, Father, I need you to tell me, uh, you know, how I can proceed forward, what I should do with that, that, that is pleasing to God. Okay. And then, and then whatever, whatever, if you trust that priest, then, then, uh, do it and, and be obedient to it and go for it. And because if God forbid, it's the wrong decision, I, 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 it's just the way it works with God that falls on the priest. It doesn't fall on you because you were being obedient. You see what I'm saying? So, so you, that's where the peace comes in. Cause we just do what we, what we know to, to, we get uh, confirmation on that from, from, um, our leaders, our clergy, and we, and we lean into that. We, we do our part and then we rest. Then we be at peace because there, otherwise it'll drive us crazy as parents because we are trying to do everything right. And sometimes when we're trying to do everything right, it, it ends up always going in, in a wrong direction. So I just want you to be at peace and just get a plan and move forward. Jerry, now Jerry has something uh, profound to say. Well, I remember what I wanted to say, and that is, Mehdi, when we asked for your son's name, you said Jeremy. And I don't know if anybody caught this, but I just, I went, hmm, Jeremy. And, and there was something entered into my mind, and I thought, St. Jerome. St. Jerome, his feast day, I believe, is September 27th, Medi. Look him up online. St. Jerome, he was a brilliant scholar. He's a saint. He's a canonized saint. He uh, translated the Bible, you know, in, in, into the, the, to the Latin from the original languages. And he is known as having a very, very uh, short temper. In fact, this article I found here, it says, uh, you know, when it comes to a reputation for anger, few would argue that St. Jerome deserves anything other than first place. Mm-hmm. But he overcame that and became a saint. And we look, we look up to him. We pray to him for his intercession. So, Keep that in mind, Medi Saint Jerome, and there are all all the other saints can help out in this too. I, I would just say enlist the help of all of heaven because God has a plan here, and God God knows He 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 wants Jeremy's anger to be resolved and his, and for him to have peace in his heart too, more than you or anybody else possibly could. Okay. Yeah, can I say a quick something to you, Jerry? Um, sure. That you brought Saint Jerome. Um, I'm Filipino and. When I named him, I named him Jerome because I thought that's how you say Jer. Jer- I mean, his name is Jeremy, but it's spelled Jerome. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I I thought I was you know how do you spell me? It's M E. So when I 
when I first read about Jerome, Jerome it, mm-hmm. I, I pronounced it Jeremy. Mm-hmm. So that's how his name is spelled. And maybe okay. that's why he hates me, because he's never called a right name. <laughs> no, well, it's no. a great saint's name, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, no coincidence, yeah. Mehdi. Wow. Yeah. Holy Spirit working, working again. Thank you, Mehdi, for calling from Tampa. We mm-hmm. appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. Um, one yeah, one thing ahead. I want to share real quickly is our dear friend, and, uh, and, and we work with him in ministry, is Adam Bly. And he talks a lot, Jerry, about how in exorcism ministry, he's a religious demonologist. He works in exorcism ministry. And he's, he's, he has been a coach at over a thousand exorcisms. He talks about how Jesus uh, wants our families to stay together. He, Jesus wants us to stay close to our families. And so we do have to make those decisions, what, what, what we enter into with events and, and, or, and we participate in things. Um, so that's why it's important that we talk to priests. We have spiritual directors. We have people we can trust in the faith so that we make the, the right decisions when, we're, when we choose to enter into something to keep our family together or when we need to step back because it's, it's offensive to God. So we have to, we, it's important to get a, a team around you. Everybody should have people that they can trust in the faith so they could call mm-hmm. and lean on. You can pray with and you can ask, you know, am I in a good place or not? Because this is, it's a difficult time we're living in, Jerry. Mm-hmm. It is. All right. So Marsha, you're going to be right after Stephanie. So please don't go anywhere. We have Stephanie in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, listening on St. Rose Radio. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, how are you guys? Doing okay today. I can speak for me. Debbie, I think she's doing okay. Me too. I'm doing great. Hi, (laughs) hi, Stephanie. Hi. Um, I guess I'm kind of overwhelmed now listening to everybody else with their heartbreaking stories. It's like I want to reach out and help them as well because it just sounds like, you know, there's there's so much with their, their sons and everything, and I'm kind of calling to kind of give kudos to my son. Good, and good. Uh, I'm listening to theirs, and I want to help them, you know, just to, to n- say not to give up on their sons because, you know, God has a plan for them, and it's like heart-wrenching to hear listening to them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I was actually just calling because, you know, I was listening and uh, said, you know, like, my son, he, I mean, he's 16, and um, I... I I, I just feel blessed every day with him, and I just pray every day that he becomes stronger and stays the way he is. He's, he's been—I uh, I got divorced, and my, my ex is still in our lives, but his dad is still in his life, but um, it's really him and I, and he's very strong uh, as far as, you know, mentally— Knows what he wants, um, has, you know, is very good in school, does a lot, you know, with AP and um, dual enrollment courses, and he um, is actually applying into the Air Force Academy as we're speaking. Um, he's in his senior year in high school now, and I, I just, I couldn't be prouder, and I pray every every day for God to continue giving him that strength, um, because I know, you know, I look at him and I go, you know, where did you come from? He's my only one. <laughs> and I thank God every day because he just, is, I look at him and I'm inspired by him because I didn't, I, I always would, you know, when I had an opportunity presented, I shied away from it. You know, when, you know, where he steps forward and, and goes for it, I don't, you know, but he looks at it and says, 
I'm, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You know, he came to me when he was a freshman in high school and said, oh, I'm going to do JRHC. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so it wasn't something that I would have ever thought he would have done. But I, I could not be proud of him. And I, and I know, you know, we, we went and got baptized together, and it was him who said, I want to go get baptized again. I'm like, well, you're baptized as babies, I know, but it's time to do it now. I want to do it now. And I said, I, I agree. And he said, you know, I want, I want us to do it together. It's time for us to do it together. And I said, okay. I said, I agree. I said, Cause I said I've accepted the Lord into my heart. You know, we're Lutheran. And I said, it's, let's do it together. And we did. Um, which was quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, I guess I, I want to brag on my son and say, you know, you just can't. It, we're, I, I know that's why I was put here. You know, right. I always right. question right. why am I here? What I didn't, could never find a reason mm-hmm. of why am I here and so many times doubted, what am I doing here? You know, I always tried to do good, but I didn't know what the good was. Um, and with him, I know that's why I'm here is to, to raise him and, I watch him do better for everybody. I watch him doing his volunteer and um, going to church. And I I just, Mm -hmm. I I thank God because I don't know why I'm so lucky. (laughs) Stephanie, you, uh, if your vocation, your commitment to your son is beautiful. And you made the comment that I'm here because to, to raise him, you're raising him well. He's doing well. And it's great. And that's fabulous. And that's a testament to you and your faith and the person that you are, his mom, who is very important to him. Okay. It sounds like you have a beautiful relationship with your son. I know he's 16 and he's going, checking into the um, Air Force Academy. I think that's fabulous. Is uh, Do you feel comfortable giving us his first name so I, we can pray for him by first name so that we can pray for um, God's protection for him? Psalm 91, uh, God's protection with the guardian angels. Um, I, I hope you introduce the guardian angels to him because if he's going into the military uh but stephanie you are blessed in that area but you you know you've been through a lot okay and god sees everything and you've been through a lot and so you know you're a blessing to him but he's a blessing to you so it works so it's a beautiful thing and i'm glad you shared it today we need to hear more stories like this this gives us all hope as parents oh uh, yeah i and i don't get me wrong i am uh, you know, he's got this year to go through and he's got so much on his plate that he's doing. And, you know, when I think about it, I, I'm excited for him and, you know, he's doing everything on his own. He always has, he's so independent and he has like that old soul where, you know, I look at him and he's 16, but, you know, acts in his twenties where he's so mature, he always has been. And, I just thank God that he is, but I'm in the other part of me is like terrified. I'm like, my gosh, you're, you're growing up so quick and you've always been like that. And his name mm-hmm. is Brandon. Brandon. So yes, I definitely. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. Okay. Um, he, he is. I, and I appreciate everything that you said. Cause that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I, and that's like, like I said, when I heard you guys saying, or do you just want to brag? And I'm like, I feel weird bragging, but no, he no, is, he's, don't. He's my, yeah. he's my rock. <laughs> Yeah yeah, 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 but you know what, though, Stephanie, it's important that you brag. We brag on our kids when when beautiful things like this are happening, and or even if we see glimpses of things happening, because that it expands things in the world. A lot of people are are um, hesitant to share because they don't know if their friends are in a difficult time or whatever. It, it, we've got to get everything out there, okay? It's it's and it's beautiful to do that, and I, and we're celebrating with you. Brandon is very blessed, and it's amazing. What a 
beautiful young man he's tur- he he is and and going into and turning out to be that's fabulous and we pray that the good lord continues to bless him and he continues to use his gifts and it's it's really wonderful that's the body of christ stephanie that's the body of christ so brandon is part of the body of christ you're the p- part of the body of christ we are part of the body of christ so when we when we're when we're sad we're all sad when we're happy and celebrating we're all rejoicing right jer absolutely yeah, I just remember one of our dear friends, Stephanie, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, a Catholic speaker and author. He says, the two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. And it sounds like together you and Brandon are sort of, you know, uh, you, you, know the, you know the day you were born, how important that was, but you're kind of finding why you were born now. You were talking about the sense of purpose that you have derived from all of this. And it sounds like he's got a really good sense of purpose and direction as well. So... Kudos to you, and, I, and and I'm sure his father has done you know probably a lot of good things for him as well in his life. Uh, so you know he has many many good good things to thank God for. Oh, oh, definitely, and I, I you know I, I like I had I see so like I like I said a lot of his friends. Um, you know, a lot of times there was a point where they were just going, "Oh, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand why would you want to go to the Air Force Academy, or you know why do you want to fly airplanes?" He says because it helps other people it's something that I can do to help other people. And they're like, oh, you know, and they were, they were negative towards him. And he said, he came home one day. I said, I thought you were going like out to eat with them. And he goes, no, he's like, they're, they're still my friends. He's like, and I respect them. He's like, but I don't need to be put down around by them. He's like, so I need to change who I'm hanging around. He's like, not that they're not wow. friends, not that I don't respect <laughs> them, but he said, you know, my other people who like that he goes to ROTC with and church with, he's like, those are the people I need to be inspired with and stay with. And I went, wow. Okay. <laughs> that, that Stephanie right there, that alone tells you what a great young man he's going to be. And he has got a, a very bright future ahead of him. We could be sure of that. So we have you and we have Brandon and all of your intentions in our prayer book that take two family around the world. We'll be keeping you all in prayer. Stephanie, thank you very much for the call. Marcia again is holding, has been holding very patiently out West listening on Guadalupe radio network. And we're going to go to Marcia next. Hi, Marcia. Welcome to the program um hi do i have time to talk anymore yeah we got about uh, two and a half minutes two and a half minutes okay <laughs> well it's probably up there on the board uh three kids uh two are married both married uh high school sweethearts catholic high school sweethearts from their catholic school mm-hmm. uh the oldest couple uh Stopped going to church after the lockdown. They got out of the habit and uh, try to take the older older child with me. And, well, we just watch it on TV usually. Uh, so I struck out there. I'm still uh, able to persuade the little one to come with me. Uh, the parents are not pushing anything because, according to them, in uh, the first communion preparation, the older child had a very bad experience. Still made First Communion, but has since had no instruction. And like I said, the parents, you know, they, they'll go, but uh, it's just not important to them. And certainly they go when we're there. They go when his parents are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, it's just not a priority in their lives, and the child's neither getting any formal instruction through a parish, nor is it, are the parents instructing her, to my knowledge. Middle child, uh, they didn't get even get married in church. So 
I guess they're living in an invalid marriage. They're both baptized mm. Catholics and got married out in the woods. So, mm. and okay. I, you know, unlike so, the call you previously, it never occurred to me to say, well, I'm just not going to that because I can't support that. I, I, I didn't even think about doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. Debbie, you got but Marcia, Marcia, they got their sacraments. Okay, they are marked for Christ. They are baptized. They are marked for Christ. Okay, Jesus loves them more than you do. Mary loves them more than you do. You do. You did your part. You continue to live your part joyfully, and just let it be and pray. That's what we all get to do, Marcia. I'm in the same boat as you are. It's always, I mean, pretty much, uh, I think 60, 70% of the people that call in to take two, they have the same issues. So we're all in the same boat and heaven sees it and knows it. But if, if we allow it to change us, if we stop living a joy-filled life in, in, in front of them, or if we show our anger and frustration all the time, it doesn't help the situation. We've got, to, we've got to act like we've won the spiritual lottery. You know, if we won that lottery ticket, we'd be waving it around, jumping around for joy. That's how we have to be with our faith. Marsha, please do what we're all trying to do, and you'll see that it'll bring you peace and it'll bring you more joy, and then you, and then people will uh, uh, gravitate towards it. They'll be so attracted that's what we by pray. that. Yeah. They'll be attracted by it, yeah. Thank you, Marcia. You can hear the music. We are out of time. Feel free to call us on a future broadcast anytime you would like to. 833, well, I was the phone number out, but we're out of time. I <laughs> um, want to thank our great team here at EWTN and Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, Matt, Ace, and Jeff. We have another show coming up for you tomorrow. And it's, a, it's going to be an important one. It's how has the absence or presence of your dad impacted your life? Mm-hmm. I can say a few things about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to have a very good conversation. This was a great one, though. So just remember, keep the joy, okay, and spread it. And until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for us.